effect on the event industry as a whole. Most events had been canceled or postponed due to the pandemic. A recent survey conducted by Meeting Professional International, or MPI, found the following. 96% of event professionals had experienced cancellations due to the pandemic. And more than 50% of planners and 73% of suppliers experienced a negative economic impact on the business, on their business, in the 12 months that followed. Preparing your special events business for potential second lockdown is critical to ensure its resilience and the ability to navigate the very uncertain times. We're already seeing school closings due to COVID outbreaks and the uptick in positive cases. So you need to be smart about moving forward, particularly during the colder winter months on the East Coast. What lessons did you learn during the COVID-19 lockdown? Those are things that you need to write down and take stock in what you learned and what you can do differently. One of the biggest lessons that I learned during the lockdown or post-lockdown, I should say, is that my refund policy did not work in my best interest as a business. I had to revise it so that I was not giving back thousands of dollars in deposits due to cancellations. My business needed an updated contingency plan. I needed to clearly define the roles and responsibilities of the people that I work with on my team. And I had to identify essential functions and prioritize what worked best for me in this limited capacity that I was working under. We've all been watching the news and we're seeing schools already closing. Most schools haven't even been open for three weeks yet, and we already have whole school closures due to COVID upticks. We see that they are announcing new variants. What's been on my mind is that I need to have a plan to mitigate the risk and the financial stress and burden that a second lockdown will have on my business. So back in April, Knowing that I was anticipating a very slow winter, I did the following. The first thing I did was I said to myself that I have to be able to save four months of my overhead cost in addition to my profit account. So my profit account right now is saving roughly three to six percent. It depends really on the month. Three to six percent of my overall revenue coming in. So I took that 6% and I increased it up to 25% in order to give me that extra cushion in the winter for the four months, which would be November, December, January, February. With this additional cushion, I don't touch that money. It's literally there for the event that I have zero sales. Now, If we don't get a lockdown, that that money will be used for possibly a revenue to pay down on my van, any kind of, you know, outstanding expense that I would just drop the money into. But if we do go into a second lockdown, I do not have to stress and feel the burden of not being able to pay my bills or my overhead because the money is there. 
The second thing I did is I decided to add a additional stream of income. So I started an activewear brand called NIDA Active, which is an e-commerce brand. And as we all know, during the first lockdown, e-commerce boomed. So I needed a product that I felt, you know, good about selling that would allow me to keep my risk down. It wasn't a huge upfront cost to have a lot of inventory because I'm doing drop shipping and it allowed me to have an income that was not contingent upon only rentals. The third thing I did was I increased the marketing for my coaching services. In the past, it was here or there, but I got very purposeful and diligent in advertising my marketing because that is additional source of income where to me it's almost passive because I'm literally talking about things that I've already done in business. The fourth thing I did was I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn. Now LinkedIn is often forgotten or overshadowed due to the social media of Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. But because I wanted to be in this coaching space and a space where I was seen as an expert and an authority in my industry, I said I have to spend time networking on LinkedIn. That allowed me to strengthen my online presence. And as I am doing upcoming speaking engagements and attending different conferences, I am able to market myself on LinkedIn as a content expert. The fifth thing that I've done to prepare for a possible lockdown is I went through my Rolodex of clients that traditionally have had, you know, not so much holiday, but winter events, winter birthday parties. And I basically asked them for a save the date, a verbal commitment to rent from me during that time period when they traditionally have their winter events. And with that, I'm able to see ahead of time who I can rely on to rent from me during the colder months, like the December babies or the November babies. And that allows me to, you know, get a, a, a quick gander at what I can look forward to as far as incoming revenue. I offered them incentives, discounts off for event planning in addition to rentals so that they know ahead of time that, if they are on the books now in the summer, then in the winter, they'll have lower cost. The sixth thing I've done is I negotiated all of my outstanding vendor contracts. For instance, with my insurance, um, my liability insurance, I had two separate policies for the petite bounce brand and then for the rentals. So I negotiated to have both companies merge under one huge liability policy and that saved thousands of dollars number seven is to offer remote work and have that set up for your company so if you have a team you want to ensure that your team has all of the necessary tools and the technology to work remotely in the event that they can no longer come into the office so that's secure communication and then all of the project management tools that they would need to do their job effectively in addition to the tools you have to establish clear guidelines for remote for working remotely communication and project management 
You want to test this out prior to even having to use any of the items, any of the setups or the tools, because you want to know that any potential issues are taken care of when you're not in crunch mode. Number eight is to upskill and to train your team. So you want to invest in online training and development programs for your team members to acquire new skills or certifications that will help your bottom line. In addition to that, you want to cross-train team members to handle various roles and responsibilities so that you have that flexibility in staffing in case someone is out. Number nine is concerning inventory and assessment management. Now, For the summer months, when business is booming, I purchase a lot of inventory. But this year has been quite different because I ordered late in the season. Like I ordered a container that came, that was ordered in March, but came towards the end of July, the end of the season. So I have all of this new rattan pieces and I need to push it. So I have a very small window to push that before the winter hits. In addition to the rattan pieces, I ordered a huge water slide that I literally only use once. So I have to basically take stock in all of the equipment and the assets that I have accumulated over this year during the summer and basically the first three quarters and ensure that everything is stored properly and maintained. And then I have to consider the possibilities of, you know, renting out my equipment during the slow periods to generate additional income. So what I mean by that is I will be offering subletting to anyone who would need it. Because when I think back to the first lockdown, I was very, very um, hesitant about, you know, renting out stuff to to different companies. But what I learned is that everyone was in a bind. So if someone had an event and they didn't necessarily have the rental items, they were looking to sublet. And by offering sublet, that created additional revenue for for me and my company. And it wasn't about a tag or getting credit, but just ensuring that everyone had what they needed for their events. The overarching sentiment is to stay informed and to adapt. Be mindful of everything that's happening and keep your ear to the ground to know what is happening in your in your area. Like for instance, in New Jersey, I saw school clothes last week and I'm like, uh-oh, what does that mean for rentals and parents having birthday parties and inviting the whole class? continuously monitor local and the global health updates. I'm sure many of us get the updates on our phones. Um, There will be a lot, a lot, a lot of government regulations coming, I do believe. And just understand what's happening in your industry, the industry uh, trends, excuse me, whether you're in the balloon industry, rentals, event management, doesn't matter. Just make sure you are aware of what's happening so you can be ready to adapt strategies and plan for the situation as it evolves. I definitely believe by taking these proactive steps that you as a special events professional can better prepare your business to weather the challenging storm that may or may not arise with this second lockdown and you'll emerge stronger with 
whatever happens. You know, we saw back in 2020, a lot of businesses fold just because they just could not meet the demands of, you know, not having revenue and their overheads being so high. So you want to make sure that you are able to get your finances together and make those strategic partnerships with other businesses so that you can stay afloat. I want to review the last um, five things that I, I mentioned. So number five was maintain client communication. Number six was negotiate contracts and insurance. Number seven is remote work setup. So make sure you have that together. Number eight was upskill and train your team. Number nine was inventory and assessment management. Number 10 was stay informed and adapt. Thanks so much for tuning in and for your continued support. The next episode, I'll dive deep into strategic partnerships, something that I've spoke a lot about on my Instagram page. But I feel like we need to revisit that conversation as it ties into what could possibly happen in a second lockdown. You have to have your strategic partnerships solidified so that you can weather the storm with other businesses who are working just as hard as you. So thanks again and I will see you soon.